I think people who don't believe in past lives are cutting themselves off from their truth. And are missing out on a key piece of expanding their consciousness. Hey Soul Family, I am Madison. And I'm Danielle, and we are the Ascended Sisters. This is a podcast full of love, light, and experiences with the divine beyond the veil. We are going to be answering your questions, bringing through channel messages, and delighting in all things spiritual. So grab your sage, grab your wand, and a cup of tea. Let's get to this. Hello, everyone. This is the Ascended Sisters podcast. Hey, Madison. I'm Danielle. We are back. And as you were listening last week, I was sharing some of my past life experiences. And Madison, we wanted to talk about what channeling is a little bit more and start uncovering some of these mysteries. Yes, exactly. We were just so excited to share our experiences. Um, Yeah, this time we want to explain the mechanics of channeling, how it feels, what is kind of happening when we are starting that merge and going into trance. So I'll start out by saying that you truly do need to get into a high vibrational state. It's really important that you're vibing, they're coming through because it's, <laughs> it's truly like a radio station. So when we're kind of caught up in our day-to-day lives and we're thinking about all these different things, it's harder to receive that signal. You've got to like calm down, breathe, all of that good stuff, right? Yeah, it's tuning in. It's that process of tuning in, right? The breathing is kind of like moving the dial around Absolutely. to get into that correct place, that right frequency in order to then be the channel right for that information and i think one of the basic things that we might want to do for everyone is just read some definitions of channeling of even being a channel because when i was looking up and doing some research for this podcast today and this episode today was just reading what the definition of channel even the definition of a noun of channel means right right Because as I relate it and see it through the eyes of being a channel as a verb, I thought it was really interesting. So let's bring that up. Channel geography, a landform consisting of the outline banks of the path of a narrow body of water, which I think is very interesting because as you know, Madison, we experience channeling as this flow of watery energy. Exactly, exactly. And it's quite hilarious because when I re-listen to a lot of um, Samantha's channelings, I do hear a lot. She's telling people to re-evaluate their relationship with water itself. Because when you are properly hydrated, and I would say probably most people walking on earth are truly not hydrated properly you know we're drinking coffee first thing in the morning we're not drinking a massive glass of water before I mean I mean I do but I mean you know like a lot of a lot of people don't I I had to get into medical media in order to understand that coffee was actually dehydrating my body and in order for our unseen friends energy to truly merge with us and to be clear you have to be properly hydrated so they can move through you easier. It's it's so important. So yeah, I, I love that synchronicity there with that term. That's beautiful. That's fantastic. Oh, I know they have told me so many times. They're like, girl, you need to drink more water. 
Yes. Yeah. And you had that week where you were drinking a lot of water, but you were still dehydrated. You were, I feel as though you were moving through so many different motions and just using more of your energy perhaps than usual. So you needed that in order to keep receiving. I have to say, thank you for bringing that up because that was the most like crazy experience I've ever had in terms of Mm -hmm. feeling so dehydrated all the time. Yet I was drinking so much freaking water. I like couldn't drink enough water and me in my natural state, like my husband gets on me all the time about not drinking water. I am not a water drinker, Right. right? But I'm not thirsty. Like my mouth isn't dry normally. I'm not like craving water. And this time during that period, I think it was like, what, two or three weeks, two weeks. I could not drink enough water. My mouth was constant. I was just like, I I couldn't believe it. And the channel information that was coming through about it, you know, Samantha and then Tora channeling for me and Sean, you know, commenting about that, saying that it was you know, the water is actually pulling out this, these impurities and a lot of stress and a lot of the old that's happening. So it's like a huge cleansing that's happening. And yeah, I just remember waking up every night, midnight, you know, all the time and just being so parched. I couldn't, no glass of water next to my bed was big enough. It was unbelievable, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So thank you (laughs) for letting me share that. I will say though, there is a certain amount of water that is healthy for human beings as well. You know, most people you can say drink as much as you can because, you know, most people don't go to extremes like I do. I get very on board and very excited about things. And I did absolutely put myself in the hospital because I drank, I was drinking so much water. I was so on board. I'm like cleansing my body, spiritual vibes, like too much water. And I put myself in the hospital because I, it sparked a migraine. So within half an hour, I think I drank two huge, massive jars of water, probably over two liters and how fast I did it. I threw my electrolytes off and I was in the hospital within an hour. I lost feeling in my hand. I lost feeling in half my face and I, it broke it out into the craziest migraine. So do a normal amount, maybe don't overdo it, but it's that powerful. Truly. Yeah, it really it is. is. And powerful. everything in moderation, right? Nothing to extremes. <laughs> as Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, as so many wise people have said. Getting back to our definition, this noun, the first one was a length of water wider than a straight. So that was, this is on um, Google. And then number two, a band of frequencies used in radio or television transmission, especially as used by a particular station. So Mm -hmm. I think if we kind of put that and put our lens of channeling on this definition of channeling, this band of frequencies. And I also see it not only as a channel, but like as there is a bandwidth of frequency that we tune into. When we are opening up our energy fields, you can truly feel that bandwidth of frequencies, right? Like it is so beyond powerful. And that's probably one of my favorite parts. You know, you, of course, you have to slow down your breathing, tune in and quiet your mind. But then when you consciously open your energy field, and they're starting to come into your energy field because they're not coming into your body, right? We've Absolutely heard not. that from Taurus right. so many times. They're just coming into your energy field. And when they're merging with you, you feel that shift. Like a lot of the times I start laughing and giggling because it feels so yes. good for it to come through, right? And you're just tangibly feeling that 
frequency that yeah that shift coming through and I think uh just going back to what you were saying before about you know having those that energy come into our bodies that is not what happens at all right Right. we are not Mm -hmm. being possessed there is no possession it's not this it's not any of that that's a very antiquated like old school way of thinking. So yeah. our energy bodies yeah. extend many feet in front of us. Like I would say, what do you, what would you say? Like six, seven feet in front of us and yes. around us yeah. so that, you know, we all have those experiences every day where someone comes like close to us and we feel their bad vibes. Well, guess what? That is your energy field that they are in and you then are feeling their energy field. So that Absolutely. is how cl- like close this is no one is getting into your physical body that no. No, 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 no so for me you know in the beginning like expanding that energy field with my hands right using that chi of my hands um as i'm breathing is allowing that expansion and that merging with their energy so that's Absolutely. how i'm doing it i do feel that things you know things are always changing but i do something kind of similar i'm like I go out. I think you do when I've watched you, it's, it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's like out, out front. forward yeah. and yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just find for where I'm at right now, it kind of like a permission slip for things to actually be done when my body, you know, and then going through some of the chakras as well. I go through all of them this way and it's kind of unlocking everything kind of like that key in mm-hmm. the lock, you know, and just, it's that permission for everything to just start flowering and open up. Yeah. And I use the breath working from my root chakra up through my crown going up through that again as I'm moving my hands over my the channel in the band of my body where the chakras are I'm visualizing each one of the chakras lighting up with their and I see the color in the flower and the image mm-hmm. itself lighting up with my breath as I inhale and that is how then I move into the expansion with my hands forward moving the chi and feeling I can literally feel even right now pressing into the energetic field that I have to expand my energy absolutely Danielle And one last thing that I would like to kind of touch on here, I think it's important for individuals to know that you can truly expand your energy field at any time. So there's a couple of different people, like I I just love watching Gaia and Mm -hmm. the more powerful you are, the larger your energy field is. There's a couple of different practices that you can do in order to expand your energy field. If you feel like it's only one foot in front of you and you're like, I want to experience more. I want to feel more. One thing that you can do just really quickly is you can just roll on the ground, just roll on the ground. There was this one gentleman. um, I can't remember his name, but he has these amazing books and this woman started doing these exercises and he came back and he was, or she came back to him and he was like, Whoa, like I can feel your energy field. He's like, you just really expanded that bad boy. And yeah, it's, it's really helpful when you're tuning into your, your spirituality and using different senses to gain information in life. So yeah, that's just one thing you can do. Just roll on the ground like a kid. Kids know what to do instinctively. It's wonderful. <laughs> Their energy fields are so open. Yeah. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so now we have it as a verb, which I think is very interesting. Okay, so the first definition is direct toward a particular end or object. And I know this sounds obscure, but here's the little um, sentence that goes with it. Advertisers channel money into radio. Okay, mm. absolutely, right? We are channeling our energy into this higher dimension, this higher realm, and connecting with everything that we're connecting absolutely. with. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Possibilities are endless. Yeah. <laughs> and number two, so here is the verb of channeling, but now using another word, which I find very interesting, but let's get there. Number two, in parentheses, of a person, serve as a medium for, comma, a spirit. This is very, this is very interesting. I don't know if I really agree with this, but here's the, here's the definition, or here's the example. She was channeling the spirit of Billie Holiday. Interesting. Right? Very interesting example there. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you know, they do say, which makes sense to an extent, um, when people are like actors and really getting into that channeling state, truly, when they're, you know, Jim Carrey, he's a perfect example. He's lost his mind doing, people on set have been like, like, is he okay? Like, do we need to call someone? Like, he just really gets into it. And perhaps maybe that's what they're kind of getting at. Yes, I think so too. And it's really interesting that you say that because I have a friend who I've been reaching out to and discussing privately. He's an actor. And he said that he's had some issues even with his personal life because he was channeling the spirit and channeling this presence for a play and for like a performance this kind of brings us to a great transition point of now defining and getting into what the definition of medium starts to mean. And if we go back into, right, what we're talking about is we're channeling, we're doing all this channeling. Well, most people don't call it channeling, obviously. The people here, like this realm, talks about it as mediumship. So when you go to Wikipedia and you look up mediumship, there are some really interesting things that I wanted us to take a look at today and see what our experiences are with them. Sound good? Yes, absolutely. I get that question a lot. People are like, what's the difference between channeler, mediumship, psychic? I actually was just explaining this last night to a couple of friends. Wait, so what are your definitions? Channeling, for me, my experience is merging with your unseen friend, with energies that you're translating energy through the physical body and it's they're speaking through you in their own words they're choosing the words they are using your setup you could say your language mm -hmm. even your body language they do come through in that way as well right i had a channeling session this week and my body was doing so many so weird fun. things it was wild and then medium is connecting with for lack of a better term, dead. They're not dead. They're very alive. More Surprise, alive everyone. Yeah. They're not yeah. dead. <laughs> exactly. They're not exactly. gone. They're not gone. They're not disconnected. Yeah, they're yeah. on the other side of the veil. Mm -hmm. So connecting with beings on the other side of the veil that have lived on Earth um, prior. And a psychic is someone that tunes into you directly. So a psychic can look at you and be like, this is happening in your life. You just lost this person. This is 
going to happen for you there. They're more of like, if you want to know what is going to happen in your future, which please don't just let it, just let it go. <laughs> let it just ride your life. You know, I'm guilty of that when I was getting into all this, I wanted to know yeah. what What's the future holding stuff, for right? me? Yeah. So I want to yeah. know about the future. Well, guess what? You have the choice of free will and y'all start exactly. need to start like flexing that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly, Danielle. Y'all start need to flexing that. Oh my God, I love that. Seriously though, and they can tune into different health issues that you're having, which also, so can channels. But channels more want to get to the emotional root of it. Why are you, they like to ask questions so that they can help you move through the self-growth. And I think that's why I really love channeling is because it truly, truly, truly can change your life in the most profound way. Yeah, it's about that growth. Like, you know, there was one thing that my husband and I were talking about last night. And he was like, well, what's your like mission statement? Like, what's the one thing that this is all about? And the word that was just coming to me was growth. It's just Absolutely. this growth in this loving in love. Growth in love is the seed. It's the at the nut. It's the core of this whole thing. And that's why, that's why I'm doing it. I don't know about you. Once I woke up and realized that there was so much more, I was just hooked on becoming the best version of myself possible. How can I be more compassionate? How can I extend my love in every way possible? And when you were just saying that about growth, I just got shivers on shivers on shivers on shivers. It was like flushes of vibration coming over me. And yeah, I just, I could not agree more, darling. Yeah, and for me, it's really about being a creator and the creating of my reality and the creation of so many things, you know, and ha- and coming into my own strength and individuality. And I want to use the word power, but then I don't. It's it's power in a different way. It's the power of creation. It's the embracing of the ability to create. And that is what my guides, you know, keep always saying to me. Every single message is, we're so excited about this creation. What you're going to be bringing into this reality, into this realm, into the future. Um, but being in the moment right now, there's, there is really this duality of being present in the moment and feeling that love constantly while you are creating and growing at the same time. Yes. Oh, perfect. Well said. And I also think that there are many different levels of channeling, right? So like we started, you know, with the the beginning baby step of channeling, which was just being in meditation. And I think that's why meditation has expanded so much and is so far reaching. Like I'm just seeing like this like huge like expanse going over everything right now. And this everyone meditating, right? Starting with like that app, even Headspace is an amazing app that people have used to do what? They have like three minute meditations, even something, the smallest amount, that is a form of beginning to channel. Even before we started our class, like years prior, when I was kind of just building up to it, I started these meditations that were just helping you get into the channeling state and they were not overcomplicated. They were short, they were sweet and you would have these profound experiences. And it's just, it's, I think personally for me, it's not the length of time, it's the devotion to have it consistently in your life. That's what I think, because the next meditation builds off of the meditation that you had. So it's not, you don't need to be in meditation for an hour, two hours. You don't need that, but it's the consistency and the willingness to continue to do it. Absolutely. You feel the same And I was getting quality. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that quality is really the most 
the important part. It's the time. It's the quality that you're spending, you know, because yeah, you could sit in a meditation and I've probably done this, but I've forgotten like two hours and just like, I'm just like digging around in there. Like, what am I doing? You know, or maybe I'm in meditation to avoid doing something else. That's not where it should be either, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Focusing mind, focusing on the heart. I know Dr. Joe Dispenza has said that he's done a lot of research with people in meditation and there were people who were actually getting worse in meditation because they were allowing their minds, like they were focusing on the wrong things. And, you know, I think there's a degree of just having to let go and like, you're going to start to get the hang of it at some point and you're not supposed to be trying so hard in meditation. You do need to receive, but you know, to at least maybe start with guided meditation so your mind can focus on the right thing. Yes, Abraham Hicks also has a couple of really good guided meditations Ooh. as well. Yeah. Right, I'm going to have to check out some so of them. So here, oh, this is interesting. So in Wikipedia, under the title of Psychic Senses, it says, senses used by mental mediums are sometimes defined differently from other <laughs> paranormal fields. A me- medium is said to have psychic abilities, but not all psychics function as mediums. Thing. Mm-hmm. This is, yeah, this is very interesting. So then, <clears throat> the term clairvoyance, for instance, may include seeing spirit and visions instilled by the spirit world. The parapsychology association. The Parapsychology Association defines clairvoyance as information derived directly from an external physical source. Well, goodness, I got to disagree with a lot of this stuff. Mm -hmm. I do think a lot of these definitions are overcomplicated. They don't necessarily get directly to the point and truly different for everyone in the way you express these definitions. Do you agree with that? Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's kind of like you're like, I just saw the picture, the image of a coat of like a jacket, like everyone wears a jacket, right? But you have a different jacket. I have a different jacket. I have a closet full of jackets that are all different. Mm -hmm. And this is, I don't know. That's what I saw. So let's keep going. So Clairvoyance, what up, what up, (laughs) into house. So clairvoyance or clear seeing is the ability to see anything that is not physically present, such as objects, animals, or people. This sight occurs in the mind's eye. Just like I said, I saw a jacket. Some mediums say that this is their normal vision state. Others say that they must train their minds with such practices as meditation in order to achieve this ability. Oh, 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 here we go. And that assistance from spiritual helpers is often necessary. Well, I would say it's just, I would say it's just there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Some clairvoyant yeah. mediums can see a spirit as though the spirit has a physical body. They see the bodily form as if it were physically present. Others medium, Other mediums see the spirit in their mind's eye, or it appears as a movie or a television program or a still picture, like a photograph in their mind. So as I was just describing, I saw this image. Yes, in my mind's eye. Look, my eyes are still open um, right in my kind of like field of vision here as this jacket. And now I'm interpreting it as this other thing, which they are also giving me this information. So Madison, what do you experience? You could say that I get a lot of visualizations when I'm meditating. Also when I'm channeling too. I also do see 
auras. So I don't necessarily see colors, but I can see your spirit body behind you. It actually started at work after I was doing a lot of meditation and my boss is standing there and she's telling me something and I'm like, anyone else see what is happening right now? It was kind of trippy because it started for me probably three years ago and it's so intense. It's so intense and it's easier to see in certain settings, of course, but I see it with my boss and I honestly think it's just because she is so incredibly loving and giving and so she has a strong spirit body right behind her right when I was opening up I also started to see my guide Silva and also my guide Golden Eagle he would come through blue and Silva comes through this like stripe essence it's so beautiful you know this is kind of a fun test for anyone to do but when you're sleeping and the lights are off just you're going to bed and the lights are off just open your eyes and see the energy in your room start to ask to see the energy and the more you ask the more you know you're giving the permission for these things to grow and yeah now my my visualizations when I'm in meditation or channeling I I know for you as well you get strong visualizations when you're channeling the the messages that Athena brings through are always so descriptive so that's kind of what it is for me If you are looking to submit a question to us to have us channel this information for you, please visit our Instagram at the Ascended Sisters. Woo! You can click on the link there and we will have the form so you can send your question in and get it answered.